Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Two Drunk Fans. We're continuing our effort to shift to a more weekly schedule during the NWSL season for your listening pleasure. Gab, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking water, even though I probably should be drinking milk of some kind because uh, I had a really spicy um, Thai pizza uh, for dinner with my coworker, and my mouth is still on fire. Name your sex tape. Um, I am drinking pickle juice. Wait, like the pickle back? No, just like the the juice from the pickle jar. Why? Because it's not solid, so it doesn't count as eating late at night. Um, I'm pretty sure there are calories in it, though. Yeah. It wasn't like a, a jar, a glass of pickle juice. It was like I had a, a one slice of pickle, like a dill pickle. Okay. Like the spear, and then like the juice that was left over from sitting in the bowl, I drank it. This really sounds pathetic and like very bachelor life <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud. It's like, why, why you, am I single? You said it, not me. Whatever. Pickles are delicious and pickle juice is great. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever, whatever floats your boat, man. I will not be pickle shamed. I am not pickle shaming you at all. Uh, pickles are not my jam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I I say hold the pickles, but you know if you're if you're into pickle and their juice, have at it. Okay. Go for it. Um, enjoy enjoy all of the pickles and all of the juice. Squeezing the juice. Get make sure make sure you lick the bowl when you're done. No, I didn't have to look. It's liquid. I just drank out of the bowl. But there's still some liquid left in the bowl. There's no liquid left in the bowl. I know. Anyway, so it was an interesting weekend to me of a new result. But before we get to that, as you might remember, we're doing points now for our score predictions. What's the system again, Gab? Uh, One point for... Getting all of the goals scored, the total number of goals scored correct, two points for correctly predicting the winner, and three points for collect- correctly predicting the scoreline and the winner. All right. And how many points did you get this weekend? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> and how many points did I get this weekend? <laughs> One. I am the winner. I am technically the winner. <laughs> you are. You are. Uh, technically. I feel like when you have to you add are. technically, it's like, all right, that's... Um, What did I get my one you, point for? Uh, You got your one point for... Hold on one second. Orlando and Washington. Um... You guessed a score of two for Orlando and zero for Washington. And the score line was one to one. So one plus one equals two. Wait, so I, you won one point. No points for predicting Boston would beat Sky Blue? Or did I predict Sky Blue would beat Boston? You predicted Sky Blue would beat Boston. Hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> you, you predicted a one to two on that one. Well, it was a one goal differential, just not how I thought it would be. I mean, Sky Blue... <laughs> I mean, we might as well jump into our review of the weekend because there's nothing else to talk about with points. Like, we were both real bad. You're like, I didn't get points for predicting Boston would win. 
oh dear, that wasn't one that you actually predicted. No, but I think this is actually interesting because so many teams this weekend were just like they flopped or they improved vastly over their season, uh, their week one form. So I think this actually speaks to kind of the topsy-turvy nature of this weekend. It's not necessarily that we're bad. We are, but we're not that bad. (laughs) Well, and honestly, I also, I think not just the topsy-turvy nature of this weekend, but the parody in this league. Mm -hmm. This league is becoming closer and closer uh, in terms of development, skill level, coaching, tactics. And, you know, it's, everybody has bad weeks. And I, I like that because, uh, not that everybody has bad weeks, but I, I like that we're getting closer in terms of um, competitiveness because that means that every game matters. Yeah, every game matters. Every game's exciting and watchable. Even though soccer is so boring. Right. It, I th- yeah, it definitely matters when you talk about NWSL and you say literally every game, there's five games this weekend, and any one of them could be like uh, an instant classic every weekend. Mm-hmm. That's a huge selling mm-hmm. point as opposed to, for example, a league, yeah, they're probably going to win six or seven to nothing. That's fun and entertaining, but repeat over a whole season, it's not, you know, doesn't necessarily grab your attention all season long in the most concrete way. Totally. And, and it's something where you actually kind of have to pay attention because you're dumbfounded from week to week. Yeah. Like, how did, how did Chicago win? Do you want to start off with the most dumbfounding game of the week, which was Seattle uh, versus Houston? Yes. Yes. Seattle <laughs> versus Houston. Yes, there is parity in the league for the most part, but it looks like... Houston is maybe in contention for that bottom spot because they went down oh. real bad to Seattle. Yeah, they went down real bad, but they beat Chicago to nothing in the first game. Yeah, and Chicago just beat FC Casey. So by the transitive property, which is right? how this is all works. It all works that way. Strictly mathematical. Seattle rain five, Houston dash one. Now, a lot of people were commenting that Jane Campbell did not look good in her debut. But I think you can say she didn't look good. And at the same time, a lot of her teammates and her coach didn't look like that's not all on her. Yes, she didn't have a good performance. Neither did her defense. Neither did her coach. They couldn't score. In a 5-1 scoreline, that indicates something is wrong, like systematically wrong. It's not just that Jane Campbell has like loose hands. Well, and uh, I I support a team that once also lost like five to nothing or something like that. Um, it can also just be a very very bad day. Yeah, I think Campbell to a certain extent was a little bit set up to fail because yes. it's her it's her rookie game, and she's not going in against the Courage or or, or Portland or, or even FC Casey, but. You know, Seattle, even with their new-look midfield, they're not anything to sneeze at. And on top of that, you know, she has kind of a, a shifted-up defense. I think Waldron replaced some people in that back line in front of her, and then those people ended up having a bad day. So what is she supposed to do? I mean, yes, some balls were straight-up her fault. There, There's no getting around it. Like, you get scored on as a goalkeeper, some, they're just going to be your fault. And there were some times where she was, like, bobbling balls or, or not correctly 
um, grabbing balls that were being crossed into the box, stuff like that. I'm, I'm sorry, you're, you're cracking me up and I'm trying to be professional, but bobbling balls and not grabbing balls are amazing. Not grabbing balls, name of um, our respective sex saves. Yes. 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 Hmm. Oh my god. I'm going to be laughing about this all night long. <laughs> um. Oh my god. Only a moso would that crack me up. She wasn't grabbing balls and she wasn't snatching up balls and oh my god. I wish there were another way to say it. She wasn't getting on the end of crosses. There we go. Wow. You just took ball out of the equation. Good job. She wasn't. She was. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man. Okay. But yeah, no, you're totally right. She, but she was also just so disconnected from her defense. The, um, the defense just did not, they were not even in the same chapter. Seattle had a field day. Granted, a couple of those goals were a little bit golazos. Mm-hmm. Like that Pino strike. Like, Oof. That, that Pino strike, that volley. I mean, she was practically, she either was outside the box or practically outside the box. Mm-hmm. And she volleyed it. Like, sometimes lightning strikes and there's nothing you can do. And sometimes you lay your goalkeeper out to dry. I think by now Randy Waldrum should have stuff like this figured out like even if they were always gonna lose they could have lost like two to one or three to one not five to one they could have left seattle with their dignity intact mm-hmm. but i think to a certain extent the speculation that this switch might have been encouraged by jill ellis is not necessarily unwarranted um i just don't see why you sub why you don't start Lydia Williams after last weekend against Seattle because you want to rotate your keepers because you have like a it, it's not Just the, why it's not the national team where you're playing a couple friendly so you want to see two keepers get like it's a club season that needs consistency over time so rotating your goalkeepers between games like that's just doesn't seem like something any coach would do on their own so i just i just i I mean maybe it's early enough in the season and you just you want to experiment a little bit i mean everybody goes through an experimental phase right like you want to see is the grass greener on the other side what what am i what do i have what what's it like is this going to be something that we can see in the foreseeable future and maybe you decide to do that after Seattle just played uh, Sky Blue and Drew one to one, right? Maybe maybe you look at Sky Blue and Seattle's match and you go, huh? Maybe Seattle isn't as much of a threat this year as I thought. That's actually what we exactly thought when we were making our score predictions. Yes, yes so- exactly. Like ni- neither one of us had Seattle winning. So I completely understand how Randy could make that decision, but oh my God, at a certain point, you you throw in the towel, right? Like you did, did Williams even travel with them? I don't think any team travels with just one goalkeeper. That would be crazy. That would just be asking. Right. And that's, and that's one of the new uh, NWSL rules, right? Like they have a minimum, a number of players that they have to travel with. I think you have to travel with 18 now. So if you're allowed to travel with 18, 
by league rules, then why wouldn't you bring a second keeper? What was it at halftime? It was 3-0 by the end of the first half. Yeah, why why not change your game plan? Do you not have a plan B? If you're Randy Waldrum, you are are you seriously saying let's make them fix this? They put themselves in this situation. Let's see if they can get themselves out of it. I mean, we've seen that kind of tactic done on the national team level where they're like, look, they've got to figure out how to fix it. But do you do that for a club team? Maybe early enough in the season, like you said, while you still have a little time to experiment and it's not impacting your playoff race as much. I know every point counts, but it's easier to do this stuff earlier. Maybe. I don't know. We'll we'll see how Houston adjusts next, this weekend, this coming weekend. This weekend, Houston plays Washington. Was- do we want to just kind of jump into that score prediction real fast? No, no, no. Let's talk about Washington versus Orlando. Okay, let's talk about Washington versus Orlando. Another match that we didn't really see coming. Mm-mm. I thought Orlando would have been better than that, but they weren't. Yeah, we both had Orlando up by multiple goals to a scoreless spirit. And the spirit come out and they score first. Orlando didn't really look sharp to me until Marta came on either. And she only came on two-thirds of the way through the match. Yeah, in the 50-something minute, I want to say. I was a little surprised she was that early, but I guess she's, you know, clearly she was ready. Except it took a while for them to, like, include her in their their attacking buildup. There were at least twice that I can think of. She's, like, floating in this little island of space on one side of the box where if you just, you know, square her the ball, she's probably going to finish for you. Yeah, but... Did she even have practice with the team? I think she had one practice with the team. That's got to be hard. It is going to be hard. So even with only one practice, you could also you could already see that her and uh, Catley were mm-hmm. are going to combine for some interesting shenanigans in that buildup on the left side. I want to say so. A couple more practices. I mean, even from last weekend to this coming weekend, I bet we see a difference. I don't know. It'll be really interesting seeing Orlando and North Carolina. And I guess that is our segue to talk about North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina, Portland. Courage win 1-0 at home. They Ugh. just shut Portland down in the midfield. Sam Mewis and McCall Zerboni, like... Whether it was by forcing a turnover or just being more physical and bodying people off the ball or getting in the way, dude, how do you feel? Like, there were there were 13 players on that pitch. There were the 11, or 13 players for North Carolina. There were the 11 uh, that normally take the field. There was Humidity, um, who appeared to have a pretty big impact on the thorns. Like they just looked exhausted or tired or um, something. And it was, it was not pretty. Um, They couldn't connect passes. They only took three shots on goal and it, it was uninspired. Um, They had just come off of a very inspired weekend and they're playing North Carolina in North Carolina. It's their home opener. It's the, the, you know, former, the team formerly known as the Western New York Flash. Um, 
being recognized. They they got recognized for winning the cup, right, at that match? I think so, for winning the championship last year. Yeah, yeah, the spatula. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it, just, it was painful. It was absolutely painful to watch. Do you think that game turns out different for Portland if Tobin Heath is available? Perhaps. Um, she might have spread the, the the game out a little bit more, but I mean, they also weren't connecting passes, and it's not exactly as though Tobin is known for her, you know, marksmanship with passing. Mm-hmm. But Tobin would have disrupted things a little bit more, and I think that could have been could have been beneficial. It could have allowed Henri to um, play a little bit more settled. She was very very flustered, very all over the place. Uh, Long was off. Um, Sink was more or less um, invisible. It was it was rough. Well, like you say, everybody, every team has an off weekend. Maybe this was Portland's. Let's get it out of the way early, right? <laughs> yeah, get all the the tweaks out of the way. Heath might be available this weekend, but she won't be one hundred percent. So we'll see. Yeah, and I think I think it was said. Uh, Mark gave her a fifty-fifty chance of actually seeing minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Portland is home this weekend, um, playing Chicago. So you know, Chicago is just coming off of a pretty big win over FC Casey. Chicago dominated that game. I thought. Especially through Julie Ertz, formerly Julie Johnston, who got put into the attack as a central attacking mid, and she scored Chicago's one goal, and she was constantly on, you know, on the end of tons of crosses into the box. She was a good player to have in there for, for going direct into the box, so you know, I thought she could have gotten a second, maybe, if if the a bounce goes her way or she, she gets her head an, an inch in a different space. So I was interested in that experiment and I want to see more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm all for doing more in that it across the board there. Um, I did, I did find it odd that it was only one to nothing. Um, I felt like there were more, there was more opportunity, more buildup and that, you know, Chicago's going to be dangerous once they get calibrated. I just wasn't expecting them to calibrate so early. Yeah. If they keep Ertz there, obviously this allows Kristen Press to move up into a more striker role, like a nine, which I think a lot of people agree is better than having her kind of as a recessed forward slash playmaker. We'll see. FC Kansas City, I feel almost like they're still reeling a little bit from losing Amy Rodriguez the way they did. Yeah, was she with them all of preseason? She probably was, right? Yeah, uh, she might have been out for national team camp because remember she did get like ten minutes in one of the Russia friendlies. Yeah, and I think she might have—I don't know—she dressed for the other one, but she was definitely in camp, so she wasn't there there, but she was certainly you know rehabbing in, in the area and stuff. So it's rough. It's it's going to be. We're going to see a little bit of a curve with them trying to to figure out how how does that all happen Mm -hmm. uh without her honestly i wish him the best of luck with that because it was so cruel the way it went down with rodriguez like they deserve a little bit of 
you know, the universe making it up to them. Mm-hmm. They, they definitely deserve some goodwill. And, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how they bounce back. Uh, they still have LaRue. They still have a really good squad. We've got Shake Room. Um, yeah. That just leaves one last game from the weekend. My personal favorite. <laughs> tell, tell me more. Tell me more. Guess who has the same record as Portland now? Uh, well, there are a few teams that have the same record as Portland now. <laughs> After um, only two games. Yeah. The Boston Breakers beat Sky Blue FC one nothing. We are now seventh in the league. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are. You are. Um, Portland, FCKC, Chicago, Houston. Uh, they all have records of 1-1-0. One, one, oh. So welcome to the club. Yeah. The, the, the three-point the three club. Sky Blue looked so good last weekend, and then this weekend they looked okay, but they just couldn't. Now, I don't want to take away from Boston, because I, to some extent, I thought Boston did a good job of shutting them down in the final third. Clearly, mm-hmm. Megan Oyster and Kristen Westfall looked at the game footage from FC Casey and were like, we can't let that happen again, and... You know, Sky Blue kind of has their own Rodriguez situation. Not exactly the same player, but someone who's certainly very threatening and can exploit a gap in the defense in Sam Kerr. And then Kelly O'Hara as well. So I thought they did a good job controlling that, although Sky Blue got some good chances on goal. And Abby Smith had a couple of intense saves that I was just like dying in the press box just every single time i was like oh that's that's the one that kills us and then she saved it and i just was like clutching my heart i think abby smith's making a good case for herself as number one even when libby stout's healthy i thought this was a a good game for boston they could have gotten at least one more and they should have rosie white definitely had a chance she had a breakaway she forced a turnover like in the 86th minute shot on goal kaylin sheridan did a great job pairing it away but you know, if you're Rosie White, you place that low and hard, you're you're scoring. So, I feel I feel like you're never satisfied. I don't want to give that impression. I just was dying on the inside so much in the final minutes that it was only one zero, <laughs> and it would have been but... nice to just have a little a little bit of cushion so that my feelings would be spared because that's what this is about my feelings. But. But your cushion was your cushion was your awesome defense. It was okay. It, it wow. Was, it was better wow. than it was better than last weekend. I let's let's say it was good. Not even okay, it was good. Better than last weekend. I thought Alicia Chapman was good. I thought Julie King made a big difference returning. You know, she's not the most technically proficient right back I've ever seen, but she's a battler and she'll fight hard for 90 minutes mm-hmm. on the right wing when she gets going on the overlap i think that's that's a good that's useful for us so yes it was good the midfield was good the forwards were good i love the tasha dowie goal we just got to keep it up consistency i think rose lavelle will be consistent for us in this way though so here's hoping so this weekend you host seattle Let's let's start with that match. Okay. <laughs> you host Seattle. Seattle's coming off of this huge 5 to 1 victory over Houston. 
What do I predict for this game? I'm going to say 2-2 two, two, tie. 2-2 two, two, tie. Wait, no, 1-1 one, one, tie. I think this is going to turn into a battle of the goalkeepers between Smith and Kottmeyer. Wait, who? Abby Smith and Haley Kottmeyer. Abby. I, yeah. thought, I thought you said be, between Jane Smith. And I was like, wait, who's your goalkeeper? Jane Smith. It's it's this new goalkeeper. She's a little older. She just had shoulder, shoulder surgery. She's trying to get back into the league. She signed with Boston after leaving Seattle. And, oh, you know, man. wants to try her luck at a, at a comeback. Jane Smith. Wants Jane Smith. Totally generic name. Definitely not Hope Solo. Definitely not Hope Solo. <laughs> Um, I am going to say, uh, I'm going to say one to three Seattle. Oh, you fucker. Okay. I'm, I know, but you know, I'm, I'm losing in points by four points. You are double the amount of points ahead of me. Look, Seattle, eight, Seattle eight ran over Houston, currently. but Houston doesn't really have as good of a midfield. And if Boston's defense can stay steady, it's just not going to be the same game. I mean, whatever. All right. Um, fine. Then let's predict Portland versus Chicago. Portland's at home. Well, uh, both teams, um, pretty explosive offenses. Uh, I'm hoping that Portland has learned from the sins of the past. Um, comes out guns a blazing, so to speak. I'm going to say. Three to one here. For Portland? Yes. I'm going to say three to two for Chicago because French is going to let you down. God damn it. I know. A five goal game. That'll be exciting, eh? I know, right? (laughs) That's so much smoke. So much smoke. So much stress. So much stress. So much smoke. Uh, Yeah, French. God. I just. (sighs) I won't. I want Anger to just fix it. What was that? I want Anger to just fix her feet. Okay. I don't think she will. Like, she's so good with her hands. And she's so good at, like, interpreting things. And the goal last week was not her fault. There were a couple things that were her fault. But the goal was not. Um, The goal started because of an errant pass. Uh, that um, North Carolina was able to intercept and they'd been pressing all game and they were totally due that goal and French just needs to not touch the ball with her feet unless it comes directly off her hands. She stopped a PK, for Christ's sakes. It was a bad PK, though. Hey! (laughs) Just... Okay, okay. You I'll... can talk down you can talk down your team, but I'll... I get to talk up mine. I'll let you have it, Ari. Right. She stopped a PK. We, we we both have different ways of motivating. She stopped a Sam Mewis PK. That was bad. She stopped a Sam Mewis PK and then the team was able to actually clear the ball, unlike the boys that I watch mm. where the team was not able to clear the ball and that was super frustrating. So yes, I'm sticking behind my three to one prediction. Okay. North Carolina Courage versus Orlando Pride. I'm going to say that's interesting because it's going to be Orlando, but after a solid you know, couple of practices with Marta in the mix. But North Carolina is at home. 
And North Carolina is the only undefeated. Well, I guess Seattle is also undefeated because they have a draw. But North Carolina is the only team with six points right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Orlando only has one point. I'm going to call this two to one for the courage. Okay. I'm going to say this is going to be one to two for Orlando. Ooh. I think Marta can. I think they have all the pieces. I think Orlando's I, defense is just not going to hold on as as well as the courage is. It depends. Allie Krieger had a really bad game last weekend. If she can, you know, pull it together this weekend, maybe it'll be different. Allie Krieger's had two really bad games in a row. Or maybe she might have lost her federation status. I don't know. Do you think? I don't know if she's one of the three players that nobody knows who lost their federation status in Unreal. So I don't know. It's I don't like I do. You, I do, actually, you, do you really not know? I really don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, this is not me being coy. Like, but actually, I do know. I just can't yeah, tell anything because right? it would reveal my source. I don't know. I could see them doing it, but on the other hand, it doesn't make super a lot of sense to me because who's waiting behind her in that right back position? Really? I mean, Crystal. <laughs> don't you don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> God damn you! Okay. It's happened before. It's happened before. Washington Spirit, Houston Dash. Who you got? Washington is on the struggle bus this year. But so you... is Houston. These are both the teams that we both predicted were going to be in last place. Uh huh. I'm going to say one-to-one. One. I'm going to call this three-to-one for the spirit. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I've had pickle juice. I feel bold. <laughs> the salt is getting to me. I'm saltier than usual now. My uh, my you salt are, is... You are, you are saltier than usual. Yeah, my salt is imbalanced at the moment, so... All right, last one. Sky, Sky Blue. Blue versus FCKC. Man, these are two teams where it's like... Which version is going to show up? Is going to is it going to be the good version or the bad version? Sky Blue's at home. I think this could be actually a really interesting, fun game. I'm going to call this a one-one tie. I am actually going to say this is going to be a boring as fuck game, and I'm going to go zero to zero. Ooh, damn! I think not 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 for any particular reason other than I. I think every week there has to be a boring game. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is the one this week. Okay. Although last week we didn't have any 0-0 games. Mm-mm. And sometimes 0-0 games are the most like heart-stopping ones you can imagine. But right? you think this is going to be a boring 0-0? Yeah. We, this season we haven't had a single 0-0. We haven't had a single scoreless match all season. All season after two weekends. Stop it. It's still. So there's 2, 4, 5, 7, 9, 10, 12. Lotto numbers. Write 13, these down, people. These are lottery numbers. 13. <laughs> 13. <laughs> uh, 19, 20. There have been 20 goals so far this season. In 10 games. That's not bad. It's not bad. Thanks, Seattle, for all those goals. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Why don't you spread it out a little bit? God, watching, I was like, is this us playing Western New York? What's going on right now? I have no idea. I have no idea. It was was like popcorn popping in the back of that net. 
so those are our predictions for the third weekend of NWSL. Let us know what your predictions are, or, you know, if you agree with it. Remember, we are quantifiably bad right now, so. We are. There has been a little bit of news in the league. Oh. Um, now, Go90, you can stream from a desktop. Yes, you can. Although I heard if you try to full screen it, it's like, nope, mm-mm, don't want to, shan't. I full screened it. Really? Yeah. I don't need I to know about your private life. Por- <laughs> <laughs> I did a full screen viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I, uh, I hooked up the HDMI cable to my computer and I was able to watch it on my big screen and it was fine. It was like maybe a minute behind Twitter. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I know, I know that some folks with mirroring, there were issues with like the commercial breaks and stuff like that. So I think that that was like the, the app was having issues again. Mm-hmm. I watched some of the games on desktop too, and it, it was pretty good. So I think it's improving. I think they're going to try and roll out more and more accessibility features over time, hopefully. So we'll see. I've actually really liked the Go90 rollout so far. Like the quality. I have, except for that worst, except except for that first weekend. It was it was a bad first weekend. Some technical snafus, but I was like, you know, it's the first weekend. It's a brand new system on a platform they've never dealt with before, and some of these teams were getting equipment like less than a week before, like the week of leading up to the game. So I'm like, I'm not surprised. I am not surprised at all. Totally, totally. But I also took issue with the fact that we didn't know how we were going to be able to watch games. Until days before. What I really want is for each facility to just, like, pull it together. The Seattle game was futzing out every, like, five minutes or, or less. Like, there was a period where every time Seattle Seattle scored, the feed would just <laughs> go. But Go90, I think, confirmed, or the league confirmed, this was a problem on yes. Seattle's end. Because they're playing in a terrible old stadium. Uh, World War Two relic. Um, or, you know, someone was laying on a cable, something. They needed to just jiggle oh. the cable in. Yeah, just turn it off, turn it on again. Duct tape the cable into place. So, third weekend, I think now is the time when we need to be like, oh, alright, you've had two weekends to work this out. I think they've hit every home venue, right? Everyone's had a home um, Oh, except for Sky I Blue. I think so. Sky Blue Oh yeah, the... this is the first one in Jersey. Yeah. But other than that, everyone's had a weekend to to go through the run, so... Week three, really, there shouldn't be any big technical snafus at this point. We'll see. No, no, there shouldn't be technical snafus. Um, man, it's gotta be rough on those announcers, though. Mm. Yeah, because they're... it's the same. It's the same announcing crew for all the Go Ninety games. Yeah, they're not on site. They're all on, from Florida. They're watching the same feed as us. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's just it's one of those things where I'm just like, oh my god, I would. Like, if you and I had to commentate three games in one day... We'd kill each other. Like, first off, we couldn't even make it through one whole game. I think we've tried that before. I have no memory of this. Have we? No, we've never tried maybe, to commentate Maybe we game. didn't. I, th- I thought we tried, like, after the fact once that for might a be national a, team game. That might be a cool little experiment for us, but later, later. Later. Back when, when, when we're happier with the national team. Mm-hmm. Those are our predictions. That's it. The end. No more show after this. No more show after this? Oh, man. I'm going to go eat a piece of cake. Wow. Okay, I'm going to go to bed. Go, go sit in your pickle juice sweat. <laughs>
Okay, kinky. <laughs>